Today, a single dad of three boys shares his story, how he paid down $200,000 of debt within just four years. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Seven Figures is sponsored by Family First Credit Union. When it comes to financial education, earning and learning go hand in hand. And Family First is here to help you and the greater Rochester community with both. Thank you so much for being here again with us today. You are absolutely going to love today's episode, today's guest. He is going to inspire you, Rob. Wait, I got to say it right, Rob. Giomar. Giomar, a good Italian boy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, so Rob, we, uh, you and I met on LinkedIn, which, yep. by the way, I love LinkedIn. Isn't it the most uplifting inspiring community it is so cool the greatest people are on linkedin oh i love it so anyhow you and i connected and when you started to tell me about your story i was like Mm -hmm. oh god there are so many people where you are where you have been that it's so cool of you to just openly talk about your struggles and about your successes yes Two hundred thousand dollars in debt, yep. and now four years later, you're at twenty thousand dollars. Yes, it's been a lot of hard work, um, and I'm just happy to share this message with your, with, with all of the entire listening audience. Um, so thanks for having me, Sandy. Is it your uh, mission now to to let people know, hey, listen, it is possible. No matter where you are, you can yes. make it. There's a message of hope that we all strive for in life, no matter what. Um, financially, it's no different than anything else you want in life. Um, because there are certain things you want to achieve. There are certain things you want to have. Certain things you didn't have that you want and you desire. And when, the, when there's a breakdown in the family, you know, the family structure, uh, as it was in a divorce, for my case, um, and for a lot of people out there, um, it's, it's a hard thing to come to, to the realization of, not only is the family structure breaking down, but within that family structure, there's emotions, there's the health, there's the mental well-being, and there's financial consequences of that. And coming to an understanding of that um, really requires um, the ability to have great friends, trust, um, who can give you some financial sound advice as to how to approach it and how to take the next step forward in that process. So now take us back to that day when you you were going through a divorce, right? That's when you really mm-hmm. recognized, holy cow, I am $200,000 in debt. Is that the very first time that you actually broke down your budget and, and understood your numbers? Well, I'll tell you this. I had, uh, for so many years prior to my divorce, I had worked in the corporate world and was working several other jobs because I was looking to try to figure out what I wanted to do with my career as far as my life was concerned. And the divorce happened, the breakdown of the family structure. Um, I go through an incredibly awful custody battle, um, one of which I had to fight for custody for my three sons for their, not only their protection, but financially, emotionally, and to give them the best stability as a parent. And I was the parent who could best do that and facilitate that for them. So that was the one decision I had to make. Um, the, the other decisions that followed were, obviously, one of them was the financial one. And that was when I faced the fact that I was going to 
lose my home. I was going to lose automobiles. I was going to lose potentially losing a home. You're going to be end up being in a situation where you could be homeless. And um, so you're, you're having all the trauma and the experiences of all that. And um, that I had to I had to realize that my financial stability was going to help us survive. So we had to develop a team mentality. Um, I have three sons, and so I had to sit down and evaluate my own situation, give myself a reality check, and then sit down with my children and discuss the matter with them and not shield them from the pain of what was coming. How old were the kids at the time when when you were going through this? I want to say um, about 12, 10, and 8. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. So So they were different ages, different stages, um, you know, and and I had to disseminate that information at the age-appropriate level so that they could understand as a whole, as a team, and individually how this was going to impact us. And then I had to learn, and this is something we all have to learn, so don't 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 kill yourself over it, folks, is you have to learn how to how to process their emotions and helping them process their emotions and not take it personally. As a parent, you feel a lot of shame and guilt and you're going to, you're going to allow that shame and guilt can oftentimes um, reap uh, a response and reaction to their whining, their complaining, or they're, they're, remember, they're still children. So they're still learning and understanding what these consequences are. They don't quite understand it all. So you have to be patient in that process of helping them learn and adjust to the new, to the new lifestyle, the new norm for their life at this point. A lot of us, when we make our financial blunders or mm-hmm. any missteps as a parent, it really yep. is the shame of, of being there. It, that's not yeah. what I'm supposed to do as a parent. I'm not supposed to screw this up and you get frustrated and you, and you mm-hmm. almost want to close off. Uh, you know, that's why people continue to get into more and more debt because they don't want to face it head on because of right. the shame. Right. And, 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 the, and the thing is, you have to have really a good community of friends, both as for men who are, who are dealing with this. I'm a single father who has full custody of his kids. So there are a lot of guys like me. Um, I'm not the only unicorn out there. And there are moms who are doing the same thing. So we're all in this together. Um, you have to f- have a good support system around you, whether it's your mom and dad. Um, you got to have good relationships that help foster healthy behaviors and habits and, and are healthy and safe for you to share the most important things. There's a, you know, I've learned that there's a difference between transparency and vulnerability. And the more vulnerable you are with the people you can trust, the easier the financial healing you can experience. And it's allowing you to say, okay, I understand that there's a difference between shame and guilt. Shame says I am a bad person. Guilt says I did something bad. Well, we all make bad decisions. We all make mistakes financially, okay? There's no shame in that. The shame is not paying attention to it and not recognizing it and not validating it because you're ultimately not validating your own voice, your own internal voice. That says, okay, I made a mistake. Okay, I got to fix it. Oh, I made the same mistake again. Can't, I got to fix that. That allows you for forgiveness. You need forgiveness for yourself so that you don't go into that shame mindset. 
And that's important financially. So was that the biggest thing? Because you went from $200,000 in debt that I can't even imagine. What was your... So scary. Was that the biggest hurdle is to just face it head on and, and to eliminate the shame around it? Facing the fear of failure. Facing the fear of of lack, facing the shame of it, um, embracing the pain, sitting in it. It is so important emotionally for you to connect with the financial, the, the emotions that are tied to your financial situation. And if you don't do that, you are not helping yourself. You're not getting any healthier. Um, you can't self-medicate it. You can't hide from it. You have to be vulnerable. But that requires you to have Equally with that, friends that you can trust, and not everybody you can trust, but you you know the people you can trust whom you can be vulnerable with, with that information. And that's those are the people you need to lean on. Those are the people. And it requires some really tough decisions. And you're going to have to take the shame out of moving into your parents' house if you have that support system available to you. Um, don't eliminate the shame of taking help from people or from the if the, you know, some people are ashamed to take help from public assistance or from the SNAP programs or anything that's out there, the resources, there's no shame in doing it. It's the greater shame of not realizing you need help and not getting the help mm. that you need. And that's where you can hurt yourself more financially and not taking a reality check of your situation. Okay, what are my needs and what are my wants? Um, I can share briefly that I, uh, with the $200,000 in debt and automobile loans and everything else that was assessed, I had to look at some good, some decisions. And I made some very bad decisions. And I can tell you one of them was I had two cars. Um, someone had given me some sound advice, and I went against it. And the advice was let go of the cars in the bankruptcy. Just let them go. And file the bankruptcy, include them in the bankruptcy, and get rid of them. And instead, because out of a desperate measure, because I didn't, I didn't have any money as I was going through this divorce process, because I had, um, at the time, while I was working for a corporation, um, I wasn't getting the support from my, from my employer, um, the emotional, mental, physical support that I needed to take time to handle my situation with my family. Um, it became, I started to operate in a um, fight-or-flight mentality. That's why I go back to it's so crucial to have the, the uh, community of, that insulates you, that can support you, so you can make good decisions because you're not always going to make the best decisions. That being said, I've learned from those mistakes, and I believe part of me sharing my story is to reach someone out there in your audience to tell them you're not alone. I was $200,000 in debt. I'm down to 20000 I had to file for bankruptcy. I had to make some tough decisions. I had to move my children out of the community in which they were. Um, they identified as their home, as their safe haven. And that's a tough thing as a parent. You want to protect them. You want to provide for them. As men, we are designed to protect and provide. Women, you nurture and care for those relationships. When you can't do that financially, as a man, I know speaking to my own situation, it's devastating. It is crushing. And for a mom who is um, taking on this whole new role and 
um, whether she was a uh, whether she was a contributor to the household income uh, by working outside the home or if she did it inside the home. There's still you still need to feel as though you are valuable, you are worthy, and you are um, you are contributing. You are a contributor, and it's so important for us to realize you got to give yourself forgiveness. you got to give yourself so much grace in this process because if we all knew how to handle divorce, that would be a weird thing. It's not the norm. Mm. Nobody knows how to do this right. Nobody can tell you it's right or wrong. Nobody can tell you your feelings aren't valid. Your feelings are valid. Your, your worries, your depression, those are so important for everybody to realize, and it's so impactful for, for, for your audience to know that, yes, you can do this, but you're going to have to make some tough decisions. Sacrifice. Whether, yeah. File for bankruptcy. Okay, I have to give up the cards. Give them up. Um, you know, obviously, you know, when we live in our communities, we, oftentimes we need a car. But is there a way you can work something out where you don't have to have that car and you can give it up in the bankruptcy and instead get something smaller that you can pay for and own it outright so this way you can start to build your credit history right away? You, we live in a society where it's really hard not to try to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, yes. If you find yes. yourself in this much debt, you know, you probably a piece of that is because you tried to keep up with the Joneses. And hey, we all have those moments. So was it the light at the end of the tunnel envisioning yourself debt free that kept you staying in your own lane and not being influenced by others around you to be content with what you have? Absolutely. It's when you live in a lack mentality, you grasp at every straw. You're desperate for everything. Those are unhealthy habits that don't allow you to accrue and grow wealth in any form or to get out of debt. Um, so, like, when I make a decision now, I, don't, I simply say, okay, I can justify an expense for my business as an entertainer, as an actor, as a writer. I can justify any expense I want. However, I have to sit down and I say, okay, is this what I want or I need? Now, I take it into my personal life and I apply it to my business. I say, okay, if it's what I need, do I need it right now or can I wait three months from now, six months from now, 12 months from now? I take that evaluation and I go, okay, that's what I have to do. All right, I don't need it right now. It's not necessary. I can get by with this. I can creatively do this instead. And it's just a matter of a creative mindset that we all have it's whether we choose, and again, it's a choice. It's a choice to say, okay, I need to stick to this budget. I need to cut this out. I need to get rid of this. Um, I need to reevaluate my situation. So, for example, if your audience has uh, the ability to, let's say, you're going through a divorce and you're losing your family home and you want to pay rent somewhere else, okay. If, if it's not an unhealthy situation for you to move in with your parents temporarily, do that. You can start to address the debt issues, file for bankruptcy if you need to, address those issues, and start reevaluating, okay, what do I need? What do I, uh, what do I want? And then start working, working from there. Um, lay a good foundation for yourself because you'll be able to lay a better foundation for your kids as well. Okay, so you're saying pretty much the simple answer to paying off a lot of debt is 
being more conscious with how you spend. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I would bargain hunt everywhere I could. I would, um, you know, for, for things that you do need, um, you, you have to be creative in a mindset and you have to learn to develop that. So again, it goes back to giving yourself grace and enough forgiveness for making and giving yourself room to make mistakes. You are going to make mistakes. You're not going to get it right the first time around. I'm telling you that now. And if you live under that, if you put that on top of yourself, you're setting unreasonable expectations for yourself. You're going to set yourself up for failure. So accept the fact that you are going to make a mistake, okay, because you're not perfect. You can do the best that you can, and that's it. And if you make a mistake, look at it, give yourself a reality check, and again, check, use your friends, use your trusted resources to say, okay, I need a reality check here with my budget. I need a reality check with what I'm purchasing here, what I'm doing with this money. Um, and, um, and understanding that um, give yourself little rewards. You know, like maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a sushi dinner. You know, give yourself a little reward. Give yourself a little pat on the back because if no one else is going to do it, you need that encouragement. It is so valuable to know that what you're doing is valuable. Yeah. We all need to be validated. And the best way you can do that sometimes if you're in it alone is to kind of celebrate yourself, celebrate the good things that you've accomplished and know that there is hope and there is light at the end of the tunnel. I got from 200,000 down to 20,000. It took a lot of work, but I will say this during, in that process, I've had some pitfalls. I've had some uh, job loss or loss of income happen according along the way, which has kind of reinforced these principles. Um, and it's kind of helped me to avoid further spiraling out of control into absolute despair. So having the keys and the foundation are not only essential to you coming out of debt, but when you hit those dry seasons, it's the ability to say, hey, I can do this. This is a rough patch right now. We're going to get through this. Yeah, you've come this far. Don't give up now with the oh, little no. occasional setback. Do not do it. Do not give up hope. And do it that. is remarkable. And you are almost there. You are so close to the finish line yeah. with $20,000 in debt. Yeah. You are almost at that point where, man, it feels fantastic and so liberating when you can confidently say I'm debt free. That's it. It's like, Oh, we all feel it, right? This, this huge relief and, and everybody can get there. And how do you, is there something that you use a method? Maybe you can give us uh, a tip as far as what method do you use to budget? Is it an app? Is it the envelope system? What is it for you? It's whatever works for you. It's the consistency, though, that's important. It's, I use an app called Mint. It's by um, Intuit, and I find it works for me. Okay. Some people are comfortable with the envelope system. Um, I like to have, because I pay a lot of things electronically, I like to have a constant view of my situation. I also check my credit score to see what I'm doing. Um, I've also enlisted the help of a credit bureau so I can really approach this. You have to approach it the way a business does. When a business has to address its debt, they, they address it by assessing their debt. They assess it by looking at their, their risk. Um, You've got to look at your, where your risks are at, uh, where, your, where your greatest exposure is. 
Um, for some of us, it's as simple as cutting the cable down to just Internet access. You know, for most of us, it could be, um, you know, does my eight-year-old really need a cell phone? Um, it's, it could be as simple as, okay, I could order a breakfast sandwich that cost me $6 at the, at the deli counter every day, or I could, I could make this myself in the morning. I just have to be disciplined enough to do it. And um, not everything on sale is for you to buy. That's their inventory that they're trying to get you to pick up. Mm. Do you really need it? Yes or no? Coupons and sales are only good if, if, if you intended on buying whatever it is that you have a coupon for or that's on sale. Yeah, and that's it. And you just, you just learn to look at it. But give yourself enough grace to grow into that because, quite honestly, some of us may not have grown, grown up in households where we had a family structure or we had a family budget. Um, some of us did. Use whatever you have that you know is not good and say, okay, that's not what I want. I want this. How do I get that? And it's very simple. It's looking at, okay, what are my costs? What is my rent? What is this? What is that? And, and for, for, for single parents out there um, and for, for families, it's really evaluating, can I afford to live here? What is the next best option for where we can live, where our children can have a great community, um, really give them a safe haven for what the home should be, and give them that? Um, as best as you can. Rely on your friends and family for their help. Um, I use the app. I stay on top of it. I've also, as my sons have grown and now they're working and they're in, growing into their own independence, I've taught them the idea of one-fifth. One-fifth of what you, what you take in from your check, your little paycheck you get, you save it right away. And one-fifth you can invest. So they use little uh, investment apps like Acorn or other apps that are out there that are designed to teach them about investing. That is so important about letting the money work for you and teaching that, teaching them that principle. Um, I love there is that. No shame. There's no shame in you going to somebody or going to a investment broker or anything. There's no shame in doing that. Yeah. You're teaching your kids these valuable lessons now and you were yeah. so open with them throughout the process because now they do see the sacrifice equals the reward and they yeah. are going to be so stinking rich when they're older now because of dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They will it's take so good important. care of you, dad, because you did such a good job. I don't know about them. that. My one son said, dad, I want you to move in with me. He goes, and I say, why? I said, oh, that's so sweet. And I'm thinking, oh, he wants to take care of me. He goes, I need somebody to take care of my kids. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, yeah, grandpa, come on. <laughs> All right. I, I guess I could do that. Part of the culture. You know that. <laughs> yes. I love the stuff. So they eat well and they know that, you know, like last night we had a meal at 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, really? That's 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 what it is. <laughs> My husband was asking, what what is, what is our future going to be? What's our goal? Where are we going to move to? I'm like, honey, we're staying right here. I got to take care of my grandbabies. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh my gosh, Rob, we are so, so excited for you. We are so thrilled that you've knocked down so much debt within four years. And we are looking forward to the day you call us back and say you're completely debt free. Oh, absolutely. I'll be happy to share that with you guys. And For the audience out there, don't give up hope. Um, I know many of you listening out there under the sound of my voice have been told you can't do it, whether it's been directly or indirectly been told to you. 
Um, you might just have woken up this morning with just so much on your mind. Know this. I had my highs, I had my lows, and I'm coming out of it. And there is hope. And if I can do it, you guys can do it. Absolutely can do it. Just give yourself enough forgiveness. Give yourself enough room to grow in this process. You can do this, and you don't have to have an MBA from any major Wharton Business School or anywhere else. It's a simple principle that you can follow. I, I, I look forward to hearing some more great stories from your listeners and hearing how you know, they're going to change their own lives, how they're choosing to do it. And uh, don't, don't fear making the hard decisions. You have to embrace it. You have to embrace that pain, and it's so important to deal with it. It's okay. Guys, it's okay to sit at your checkbook, look at your budget, look at your, look at your bank statement, it's okay to cry, guys. Guys, I'm telling you, it is okay to cry in front of your wife, in front of your girlfriend. Ladies, it's so important to let him, because men, Sandy, feel so much shame when you can't provide for your kids. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're providers and protectors. That's what we are. Women do a wonderful job of nurturing and caring for relationships. Together, we were designed to, to, to make the family unit structure safe for our children and so that that can repeat itself. Awesome. So inspiring. Thank you so much. Sandy, my pleasure. I look forward to talking to you guys and giving you an update. All right. Perfect. Rob Giomare. There you go. Oh, wonderful. Look at that. Have a great day, Rob. You too, Sandy. He's great. If you want to find out more about Rob and follow him, he's actually an actor. His film Skin Hits Theaters the end of July, and he has an upcoming appearance on the hit series Power on Stars Network. So good luck to Rob. Next week on the Seven Figures podcast, how to be the next millionaire next door. Author Sarah Fala will join the conversation. You have a fantastic weekend, and we raise a glass and proudly say... Cheers to being financially confident women. If you have a personal finance question or feedback about the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to Sandy at Sandy at RochesterBuzz.com. New episode every Friday. Listen, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Seven Figures podcast. Smart money strategies for women.